Welcome to my podcast. This is Dr. Ray Havlicek in Lake Placid, New York, where we have about 40 degrees or 40 plus degrees and we're getting some rain today, unfortunately, uh, to foul up the skiing up at Whiteface Mountain. Um, it's been a great winter so far and it's been really cold. It's been below average, I think, and uh, lots of snow and uh, good snow making up at Whiteface Mountain. But today is an indoor day as it's raining. It's going to rain all day and then it's going to freeze up and go into the deep freezer um, and that's going to ice everything up. It's going to take a little while for our skiing to come back. I am an avid skier. I love the sport and I love Whiteface Mountain. And uh, if you guys want some great skiing, you should come up to Lake Placid and uh, see the resort. It's really, really a special place. Very, very special place. At any rate, uh, today I want to finish up talking about Putin and Ukraine. And um, I think that uh, a lot of people are really confused as to what Putin's uh, motives are. Some are uh, assuming that uh, he feels threatened by uh, Ukraine or NATO going into Ukraine or Ukraine, Ukraine becoming part of uh, U- Ukraine, of NATO. Um, so is it a Russian national security issue, as Putin states, or severe anxiety on his part regarding his grip on power? Should Ukraine survive and thrive as an independent free democracy? Ukraine could never be a military threat to the huge Russian army and uh, military. Russia's, uh, Russians live under Putin's tyranny. He and the oligarchs who control Russia stole Russian assets for pennies on the dollar when the Soviet Union fell apart and in so doing enriched themselves. And by the way, at the time, Ukraine had uh, nuclear-tipped mus- missiles in Ukraine, and they gave them up uh, in exchange for Russia recognizing the independence and sovereignty of Ukraine. Uh, that seems to have gone out the window as of late. Putin is the richest person in the world. He maintains, and the oligarchs maintain, control of the people via state-controlled media and suppressing dissidents by either murdering them or imprisoning them. Uh in the United States, we don't have state control media. We have media controlling the state. Uh, the Russian economy is weighed down by the oligarchs enriching themselves and by huge spending on defense to ensure they remain a, uh, in power. NATO, not Ukraine, has never been a threat uh, uh, to Russia. Neither NATO nor Ukraine has ever harmed Russia. Uh, NATO was established after World War II. Because the Soviet Union took over half of Europe and imposed communism on all the states in Eastern Europe. Now all of those folks really don't want to be under the mantle of uh, uh, the uh, Russian boot. Uh, They are enjoying their freedom and no less so for Ukraine. But Russia murdered millions of Ukrainians in the 1930s by uh, starving them under Stalin. Stalin didn't like the fact that the Ukrainians wanted to be independent of Russia. Putin seeks to divide NATO. This is his real motive. He wants to divide NATO because a divided NATO makes it easier for Putin to threaten and control Russia's neighbors. At the moment, Putin is attempting to get Kiev to capitulate to installing a pro-Moscow government. Um, There was a pro-Moscow government in 2014, and the people of Ukraine threw him out and sent him back to Moscow. Um, and elected the current uh, uh, president, who is a uh, Democrat. A very high percent of Europe's trade is with Russia, and Europe is extremely dependent on Russian energy. Uh, you might want to know that this new Nord Stream 2 pipeline everyone's talking about completely 
uh, misses Ukraine. So Ukraine is at the mercy of Moscow with regard to its energy needs. Europe is very dependent on Russian energy, and even more now that Biden stopped the Keystone Pipeline and impaired American energy production. Now America must import expensive energy from Russia uh, because of Biden's ineptitude, and as a result, we cannot offset Europe's dependence on Russian energy. Um, The uh, Russians now are giving us, or selling us, I should say, uh, 10 times the amount of uh, energy that they were under um, under Trump. And under Trump, the country was energy independent. Um, so uh, that's a real big problem, because anytime Putin wants to put the squeeze on Ukraine or Germany, for that matter, and the rest of Europe, all they have to do is shut off the spigot. Uh, so um, by doing too little and too late, Biden has enabled Putin and in so doing increased the risk of war. Had Biden reacted a year ago by supplying Ukraine's armed forces with needed anti-tank and anti-aircraft defensive weapons, defensive weapons, not offensive weapons, Putin would not now be threatening Ukraine. It is only because of Biden and Europe's weakness and failure to understand the importance of Ukraine that Putin has massed 150,000 troops and military aircraft and tanks on Ukraine's borders. Now it is too late other than to promise economic sanctions if Russia invades. So, so much for the promise that Moscow made um, to uh, Ukraine when Ukraine gave up its missiles, its nuclear-tipped missiles that it inherited after the downfall of the Soviet Union. So, Americans ask, why does Ukraine matter? Well, go back in history. Did Czechoslovakia matter to Americans in 1939? I don't think so. But uh, as we all know now, just reading our history, when uh, when uh, Foreign Minister uh, Chamberlain went and met with Hitler in Munich in 1939 and agreed to give up a portion of Czechoslovakia in return for a promise from Hitler that he would not invade the rest of Europe. We all know where that went. It went right out the window and we had World War II. So why does Ukraine matter? First and foremost, the world must play by rules that in particular recognize the sovereignty of national borders. Biden is failing to protect our own borders from the invasion of millions of illegal immigrants from all over the world, bringing in disease, drugs, criminals, and sex trafficking. Without recognition of national sovereignty, thugs like Putin and Xi threaten world peace by threatening their neighbors and possibly invading. Putin may invade Ukraine and Xi may invade Taiwan because of the West's and Biden's led weakness. Secondly, Ukraine matters because the states surrounding Ukraine that joined NATO following the dissolution of the Soviet Union would be directly exposed to Russian threats and bullying should Ukraine be forced to be incorporated back into uh, the Russian Federation, just like what happened in Crimea. Now, Crimea is part of Russia due to um, Putin's invasion of Crimea. Finally, there is the issue of human rights. Do Americans and Europeans really want to condemn Ukrainians? Uh, to KGB-like tactics to suppress and control Ukraine citizens. So all this makes me ask the question, are we on a slippery slope to authoritarianism? Think about it. If the world stands by and enables Putin and Xi, that could only happen if there is a loss of the West's belief and confidence in self-determination, independence, and democracy. So are we on the slippery slope to authoritarianism and dictatorship? Well, We hear things from leaders like Trudeau up in Canada saying he admired Castro 
and um, probably admired Che Guevara as well, and has come right out and said that uh, he admires the dictatorship in China because they, quote unquote, get things done. So consider what's happening now across North America and Europe. Canadian truckers are being mistreated by Trudeau. Uh, Trudeau has promised uh, or threatened to seize the assets of the truckers, including their homes, their bank accounts, their licenses to drive their trucks, uh, effectively to stifle their their freedom of expression uh, in this protest by putting them in jail or locking them up or taking their assets, including their trucks, away from them. Trudeau publicly stated he admires Fidel Castro and China's dictatorship. That's, that's just disgusting to me. Finland's uh, is case against religious liberty is also another significant cultural and political development. A member of the Finland parliament and a bishop were prosecuted uh, for quoting the Bible. And they refuse to stop quoting the Bible, and consequently, they may very well go to prison as the result of the fact that they they are determined to express their right to express their religious beliefs. Then in the United States, we have cancel culture. We have anyone that speaks out uh, risks being attacked and told, called a, a racist or a misogynist or a xenophobe or worse. And then we have censorship, something I've experienced directly. Censorship, uh, the uh, people who want to write conservative uh, podcasts or uh, YouTube uh, videos or, or, or appear on television are censored. They're thrown out of Hollywood. They're not allowed to make movies. They lose their jobs. They get fired and they're labeled all kinds of terrible things. Uh, so all of this is a very bad tendency that's going on in the United States and North America. And as a result, uh, uh, people are, some people are alarmed, but more, I think, are just sitting on their hands and maybe afraid to say anything about it. So suppression of free speech in Canada and other Western nations um, uh, is, is definitely alarming. And only America has a First Amendment that protects religious liberty and free speech. But uh, many Americans are ignoring the growing threats that are all around us. Control of the media in America by the left, in particular, the spreading of false allegations about President Trump and the suppression of exculpatory evidence You can see what's happening right now with the Durham investigation and allegations and possible indictments coming out about what was done um, against President Trump before and after he took office by uh, the Clintons. Um, So that that is quite alarming. The suppression of information about the $2 billion in damage caused by BLM, Black Lives Matter, and Antifa during the summer riots of 2020. You can't say anything against it because if you do, you're a racist. Uh, the persistent attacks on conservatives as racists leading to culture of silence out of a fear of being attacked in the media is all very alarming trends. And I think that we as Americans need to awaken to the slippery slope. Nothing happens suddenly. Our freedoms get eroded gradually while we sleep and while we don't take notice. And if you watch what's going on in the Canadian Parliament, you can see the arguing and back and forth and the false allegations by Trudeau um, that the uh, conservatives in Canada are racist and misogynist. This trend is extremely alarming. And um, uh, I'm uh, recording this podcast to bring it to everyone's attention. Be well. Speak to you really soon.